Hello friends, this episode was recorded some time ago, before the sad events which have affected many of us in the UK and also abroad. On the 8th of September, we lost a great lady, a fixture in many of our lives, head of a great working family whose lives played out in public so often, hard and distant at times, but playful and fair. It's only now as we move forward together, after a period of reflection, that we feel able to share this work with you. And so, you don't look like a runner would like to pay tribute to Mrs. McCluskey from Grange Hill, AKA the actor Gwyneth Powell, who died earlier this month. I hope you'll join us in raising a sausage to her memory. And talking of sausages, I do just need to show you behind the curtain a little bit more than usual to see how this particular sausage is really made. Um, that's the first of several references I'm going to make to jokes from this week's episode uh, that you haven't heard. So you're only going to understand about half of what I'm about to say. Uh, you might want to come back at the end of the hour and suddenly these, this will all make sense. It's very much like a low budget M. Night Shyamalan film. Um, even by our standards, it's been a long time since uh, the last episode. So some of our talking points need an update or a little bit of extra illumination. This episode was recorded before Johnson stepped down, before Trust stepped in, in a world where we saved queens and not kings. And a time when the most famous British queue was that bit from the Full Monty where they did a dance. This was before the heatwave, before the summer holidays. We were looking forward to October half-term holidays instead, and they're just around the corner now. Um, quick correction, in the second half of the show, Nick will claim his car can't charge from solar panels. Uh, that's not true. He told me he got that bit wrong. The rest of it's all correct. Talking of electricity, there's a long bit where I talk about my um, gas and electricity bill, my utilities. Um, this was uh, recorded during the time of the first set of price rises, and obviously they've gone up again since then. I stand by what I said because my utility company continued to be um, really unhelpful and uh, quite misleading about the way that they manage that. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there was some bleak stuff happening when we take this and things have only got worse. It's going to be a long, hard winter uh, for a lot of people. Um, so, as always, we urge anyone who listens to this to do what they can to help. Um, you could support your local food bank. Uh, they need help year-round, and they'll need it now more than ever, really. Uh, if you have a direct debit to your local food bank, maybe you can look to uh, increase it by 10% or something like that because uh, the cost of food's gone up that much this year. Um, I really hope change is coming, but it is a way off yet. Uh, it doesn't mean there isn't time to get ready. Um, eventually we're going to have an election, so make sure you're on the electoral roll. If your workplace has a union, you should consider joining the union. If you find yourself inconvenienced by uh, strikes this winter, just take the picket line a packet of biscuits and have a chat and try to find out more about why people have withdrawn their labour. Don't fall for narratives that try to pit you against strikers. Nobody wants to lose a day's wages. The strikes we've seen across many sectors, and we will see more in the coming months, are to secure better pay in the face of spiralling costs of living um, and to secure hard-won and earned pensions. Those fights are everybody's fights. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, do what you can to get involved, do what you can to support it, and um, remember whose side you're on. Take care of yourselves, keep warm, and we will, I promise, be back very soon. If you don't look like a runner, if you're feeling a little sad, if you buy your gift a pound and look fitness and
And we're back. We're back. And we're back. <laughs> right. What you don't understand, what you don't understand, Nick, because you're the talent and you're on this little cloud and you just think you can just turn up with your porridge. Are you forgetting? And, hang on. Are you forget I edited this podcast for a very long time. You just think you just think you could turn up with your porridge and and just go. Well, well, I'm here. Everyone, press record. We'll have a chat. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the it's the internet. It doesn't matter. We've got unlimited space. Well, I've got news for you, mate. We're podcasting by the meter these days. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't afford to run tape <laughs> while you eat porridge. I just can't afford to do it. The internet doesn't grow on trees, mate. We all know it, that. It doesn't. It doesn't. So I, I, I've got this new editing app that I'm that I used, and it, it's a freemium model, and I'm allowed to put so much audio into it. But you said it wasn't very good. So why are you still using that? I'm going to give it a fair go. Okay. I'm not a monster. I'm going to give it a try. I think my it's problem a... is I've I've been listening to a lot of those podcasts recently where they don't try at all, but they're still quite successful. And I'm like, oh, that's a model I can get behind. <laughs> like just just like turn up, like mm-hmm. just eating porridge. I mean, I nearly didn't even bother with headphones today. I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna use. I'm gonna test out these MacBook Pro uh, microphone and speakers. They keep going on about how good they are. So, but. You know, I've still got a shred of professionalism in me. Yeah. How's the porridge? It's nice. Um, the porridge, which apparently I can just edit out. Just edit out. Leave it in. Edit. <clears throat> Leave it in, edit it out, whatever. Yeah, don't do any editing. It's Doesn't matter. It's raw, get raw. But, I mean, um, people probably don't think we do edit, but, you know. It takes a lot of time and skill to sound as rough as we do. Yeah, it's like uh, Les Dawson when he used to play the piano. He could only play piano that badly if he was actually really good at piano. That was the whole thing, wasn't it? I know our demographic is big Les Dawson aficionados. <laughs> big crossover. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they all stopped watching Blankety Blank when it wasn't Les. Yeah. It wasn't the same. I don't think I was born then. I mean, have you watched Blankety Blank? No. Well, there you go. You stopped... Oh God, you've got me there. Thing is, so, thing yes. is, the thing is, Nick is, you know, you you couldn't stop watching Blankety Blank so well, uh, so, so badly if you hadn't been able to watch it so well. So you, that's... <laughs> I'm not sure that one works. Right, finish the <sighs> porridge. It's early, and you're eating, and you're eating porridge. Yeah, no, right. So this app, this app was... or the other app. This is consistent. Could... We're on the same. We're in the same recording app this time. I'm also not going to pay these any money, so... No, that's... but you, you, you've got this app that we're mm-hmm. using to record, and then you've got another app, haven't you, where you edit it. Yeah, yeah, so I, I tried this, I tried this, this, it's really interesting app, but I don't, I don't know that it's going to work for me long term. It's called Descript, and it transcribes the tracks that you give it, and then you're supposed to be able to edit it as text, which is a really... Interesting concept, and the fact that they've got it ninety percent of the way there is an incredible feat of engineering. But I think I might need the last ten percent where it doesn't think that every time you say Christ, you're saying Christine. Um, 
because that's going to happen a lot. When you say phrases like the rabid audience at home, I don't need it to say the rabbit audience at that's, home. Yeah, this feels a little bit like it's um, me that's incompatible with the system <laughs> rather than anything else. I'll be honest, it's us. It is us. Yeah. Um, We're not no, a great fit. We're not a good fit. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a great it's a great bit of kit. It might not be for us. I'm going to try. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try again. How um, does it deal with like you know? Because um, they you know everyone knows the secret of comedy is is timing. Um, mm. How does it deal with pauses and stuff? If you edit, my fear of editing via text would be that it would like chop all the gaps between the text out, and then you'd miss my great comic timing. You can you can put you can put pauses in. You can lengthen pauses and things like that. There's like a a pause character that you can type into the. Like a and NBSP semicolon. Yeah, but see if now now we're talking. Um, get, get a bit of that in. Uh, no, it's the, the the thing. The the biggest the biggest problem actually, rather than the the transcription, because the transcription is, although it's wrong, it's just a a marker of where you are in the in the timeline. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I can work with a rabbit for a rabbit and a Christine for a Christ. Some of the other stuff which I can't quite remember was far, far weirder. Um, but you know, we bounce we bounce ideas off each other, don't we, Nick? You know, it's all it's high energy. It's, it struggles a bit with some of the crosstalk. <laughs> yes. Does it know who's who? Does it kind of differentiate between people, or is it just like a wall of text? Yeah, yeah. It looks, I had really bad vocal fry last time, so it knew who I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's giving you critique as well. Yeah, and, and you were also apparently um, talking to me through the bottom of uh, six pairs of socks or something. I don't know quite. Was I? <laughs> you oh. were really quiet. You were really, really quiet. Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm on the same headset today. So this is, again, this is my um, my vibe of really not <laughs> putting any effort in whatsoever. I can't even bother to set my mic up. <laughs> disrespect to, to the audience. I know, but it's either this or we don't record. Like, I'm just trying to get something out there do you know what i mean i've got nothing yeah. good to say today by the way um great well I, 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 i've got plenty i've got plenty of stuff great. to cover for you don't worry about that i mean the, well the idea what's going to happen is you're going to bring a lot to the table and then i'm just going to talk over you anyway so it's gonna it's gonna call come out of the wash isn't it it's all gonna be fine it's gonna be a show it's gonna be it's a gonna, show it's gonna be a classic in the bit where i where i pause the tape because i was worried about paying by the meter because it literally does it gives me three hours of transcription a month which is enough for us to do two shows that's fine <laughs> i don't so think, long we're, gonna, each show is I don't think we're gonna blast through that so long as each show is 45 minutes of us talking because it's the the metering is per voice that it gets. That's how they get. Oh, it. I see. But That's this sure, but surely, you're like, is, are you faster doing it on that than you would be just? Well, like... as I say, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another try. But so you've got this text editing view, and you can take and you can take stuff out, and it does does do quite a good job of that. But I did find there's um. When you when you import the audio, it puts it into something that I can't remember the name of a sequence. It calls it a sequence, right? So it syncs up the two tracks and then it lays out the script. And you, when you edit words, it edits back to the sequence. If you need to get into the track level, you have to do like two or three clicks to get into this more like traditional door. Uh, digital audio workstation for those who aren't hip to it um a door uh view 
where you get the tracks and you can like duck one off and cut splice bits out and stretch areas so that we can get a clean read of, of, a, of a gag that one of us is buried underneath the other one <laughs> talking uh, so, so you can do all that but jumping from view to view was really really slow for me and I would have been probably much much quicker on it in a in a traditional door but I want to I want to give, give it another try because it it's interesting to me that someone has managed to make that piece of software that can transcribe fairly well the audio and present it in a way that someone who hasn't been to media school can actually deal with because I think that's I think that's quite exciting Hmm. I could imagine um, topping and tailing would be quite useful. You know, when you try to cut out the start and the you know preamble, because obviously, as everyone can tell, we have a lot of you know. This is the real podcast, and there's a little bit before where we just talk shit for a bit, mm-hmm. um, and then afterwards as well. It's very hard sometimes to know where. It and during that bit, three or four times, I say, "Should I be taping now? This was good." <laughs> Well, this, you did. This joke so, about Sinn Féin was fantastic. We should this, keep this in. This morning you started taping and then stopped taping, then had a crisis of confidence and then came back. So that was a wild, a wild experience. It was. A, it was wild. One of the things I said when we were on pause uh, is uh, I don't know if if anybody enjoys the the sausage factory bits that that we do. So um, uh, is that the, yeah, is that the phrase? Is that the turn of phrase? Yeah, making the sausages. <laughs> this is how you make the sausages in the sausage factory. That's the phrase. Okay. Is it? Yeah, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. So it's the sausage factory. Oh, okay. Don't mm. be bringing that here. Come on. I like the idea of one of our listeners going, listen, I don't want to know how this magic happens. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, I, I want to live the illusion, the, the well, tapestry that they've woven. <laughs> so on the one hand, we are apparently a fitness running and tech podcast. and we Running fitness and tech. We have this, we have this debate last week. Running comes first. Okay. We're a running fitness and tech <laughs> podcast. So I should be re- doing light touch reviews of the many apps that I use to yeah. make this magic happen. Yeah. But I don't, know if they wa- I don't know if what they want is, is you talking about Bluetooth headphones and running watches or, or if it's just general tech. So um, I think what I'm saying is, is uh, I'm lonely. Tweet me if this is good or bad. <laughs> John, John needs a podcast editing friend. Oh no, I've got one. That's fine. I don't. I don't need one. I just want to know if anybody else likes this bit, or if they want uh, <laughs> more material send, on juice. Send, send your feedback. Oh, everyone wants more material on juice. Right. I'm gonna have a slurp of coffee. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna waste a couple of meters of tape on some coffee slurps. Hang on. Wow. Okay. Okay. One rule for one. One rule for the other. That's a real. That's you know. A, that's a real glug. Yeah. A bit of foley work, mate. Bit of foley. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that, get that clean, and we can use that again in the future. I'm, I'm going pretend... to sell it as glug.wav. Don't worry. Mm. So, mate, um, do you think people are ever going to find out that we're really we're sitting in a radio studio right now together and this is all a mirage that we're doing it? Yeah, and we, we've got um, six interns. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got a staff of 47 for our one episode every six months. It's very, uh, very reply, all of us. Very reply, yeah. Um, I wondered, Nick, I wondered um, if I could ask you a couple of questions. I'd love it. I'd love if you interviewed me. I've got no nothing else. So. Uh, are there any, this is a question for everyone, by the way. Are there any specific areas of consumer transactions that should be a priority for allowing a choice of units and measurement and why? 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, just... Um, what? Are there any? Right. Is this specific a question areas? Is this a question that's come into the podcast via <laughs> Twitter? Are there any specific areas of consumer transactions that should be a priority for allowing a choice in units of measurement? And why? Okay. Um, it's, a great, it's a great question. I'm glad you asked me as the foremost expert in this. Um, uh, 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 don't we already have this? Oh, well, apparently not, because the government just asked me this question. How they asked me, uh, are there any specific areas of consumer transactions that should be a priority <laughs> for allowing a choice in units of measurement and why? Are there any that should be a priority for allowing that, to, that thing that happens to happen, Nick? Who buys, like, in this day and age, who is buying things based on weights? It's interesting you mention that, because they do go on. <laughs> if you right. had a choice... Would you want to purchase items, one, in imperial units, or two, in imperial units alongside a metric equivalent? I would like to purchase them in a bag and go, I'll have one bag of that thing, please. Are you more likely to shop from businesses that sell in imperial units, Nick? Fuck me. Is this really fucking happening? Is this actually a series of questions that that someone is asking? This is an official government consultation. Who gives a... This is... Do you foresee any costs or benefits to you from businesses being permitted to sell solely in imperial units? Absolutely zero impact whatsoever. Now, please don't forget that that they can actually do this. So... Well, so... So here's... here's, The the thing that keeps coming to my mind is clothes, right? You buy... You go into a clothes shop and and you look at the size... Right. Let's say it says uh, XL, right? And then underneath XL, it gives you the measurement both in inches mm-hmm. as priority, always inches first, and then centimeters. Yes. Um, so we already have this. This isn't a thing. Well, I mean, if we already had this, Nick. <laughs> Stop. <if> we... <laughs> you can't get your fucking phone out to read more questions at me. <laughs> if we. If we already had this, then, uh, you know, if an item is sold in imperial measurements, should there be a requirement for a metric uh, equivalent alongside it? I mean, that's... Who, who gives a fuck? What? Who cares? <laughs> like, I, I couldn't imagine going into a shop, seeing either measurement and going, well, I'm lost here. I don't know what to do. Like, the imagined I... world in this where there the, the the question of like would you shop from a shop that's the imperial measurement shop the idea of that i mean i got a bit salty when i did it i mean the reason why i did it was because i saw the people on the internet were salty about it so i went in quite salty um and my reply to that was uh, only if it sells flags <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd like to buy all my flags in imperial and everything else by the yard big. Can I have three yards of Union Jacks, please? It's like... It's like... um, We had the best of both worlds. And we decided what we want is the worst of one world. So we voted for that. And then now we're carrying on that trend and going, well, we've got the best of both worlds, but I think what Mm -hmm. we're going to do now is enforce 
the worst of one world on everyone. That's that's a great great shout. You lost. Deal with it. Just I am dealing with it. I'm dealing with it badly. Dealing with it on a daily <laughs> basis. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll tell you something else I'm dealing with, mate. I'll tell you something else I'm dealing Go with. On. Give me some more. I had a I had a nice email from uh, my my energy provider yesterday. Oh yeah. Um it's quite quite interesting. Um I've been paying like just over a hundred pounds for utilities, like on a on a direct debit. Um, I was with another provider, and then I got moved to Shell because they went they went bust, um, and <clears throat> got no real idea how much Shell charges me or, or anything like that because I, I couldn't get into the website because uh, I was caught in some horrible loop where, as a as a transferred in customer, I'd never been given a welcome pack, so I didn't have an online account and I couldn't make an online account without a welcome pack and I couldn't retrieve access because I'd never joined so anyway uh, cut a long story short I don't really know what's going on with electricity since October and I got an email and they said um, we're going to put your direct debit up to £450 <laughs> right and That's I was trying yeah, I mean, from a hundred to four hundred. You know, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not thick. I've seen the news. I know that the uh, price cap's gone up and uh, energy prices have nearly doubled for a lot of people. So going from a hundred to four hundred and fifty seems absolutely adequate. Um, so I was, I was about to make some dinner for the kids, some eggs, and I just looked at the eggs and I thought, well, I can't afford those. It's, um, is this why you're so antsy about the edit? <laughs> it's going to cost you the electricity to do the edit. I can't afford to pay the electricity bill for editing this nonsense, mate. It just needs to go out as is. They're already charging me by the yard for tape. <laughs> Fucking um, hell. So, I, 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 I just said to the kids, I'm only making eggs. This is going to take me like four minutes. And then as I put the eggs in the pan, I opened my phone and I saw this email and then I just sort of like wanted to cry for a long time. And then the kids came in and they were like, daddy's standing over a stove that's burning money into the air and he looks really upset. Like, what's happened? <laughs> um, so I, I, I got my shit together and I, and I called someone while I continued to cook the eggs and um, <clears throat> got access to my account now. That's, that's wonderful. That's really, really good. Um, so that's a, that's a success, and I, and, I, and, I, and I said, well now I've got the access to the account. I just want well, to talk about this direct debit. I want to have a quick chat about about that, about that. And wow, the 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 playbook you, you could see the playbook unrolling before me. Like the first thing was, well, you must have heard in the news, obviously, like you know, price caps come off and bills have gone up, but it went hundred pound to four hundred fifty pound. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, we can look into that, certainly. And they said, oh, yeah, we've done, like, based on projected costs, your uh, your bill will be probably around £2,400 in this in this coming year. I said, like, oh, that's interesting. If you divide that by 12, what is it? I mean, that's 200. I said, oh, okay, 450. Explain how you get there. And they said, well, you know, what we wouldn't want you to do is to uh, is to run up any debt with us. So we thought we'd simply take... Twice as much, more than twice more. as much money that, than you need, and and we just look after that for you. We just hold on to that, and we'll accumulate. Would... We'll accumulate some interest on that. Whilst, we uh, that we're would... looking after it for you. We thought that would be okay, and I said, "Oh, uh, right. Do you want to not do that?" And I went, "Yeah, sure, of course. We'll just charge you that. We'll just divide that number by by twelve. 
Good. So. Fuck me. Lesson here, mate. Always question that direct debit. Jeez. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, like no, there was I, there was no resistance as soon as I as soon as yeah, I challenged yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. just a playbook, and they've designed it. Oh. You can't get out of it though, can you? It's like, where do you go? When they start mining your own dinosaurs, you're fucked. Yeah. Tell me about your solar panels. How are those working out? Uh, I don't understand why anyone pays for them. Like, I, I, I haven't what, quite bad. Worked, I haven't worked out the economics really, um, mm. in the sense that. Like it's good, it is good, right? Mm-hmm. But when you sit down and go, well, how many decades is it going to take me to essentially mm-hmm. break even on these? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like infinite, infinite decades. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's crazy. I think back in the day, it used to be that they pay you like a decent amount for the money yeah, yeah. going back into the grid. Now it's like nothing, it's like mm-hmm. zero. Um, it's almost so... like they don't want to incentivize it, mate. Yeah, so it's like it's fine. It's it's good because it it has reduced our cost mm-hmm. by like I don't know, quid a day maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, I think there were the reason I the reason I'm saying if you buy it, like they were uh, a family member mm-hmm. basically decided we were having solar panels. Mm-hmm. Fine, very nice, thank you very much. But like, if I'd have, I would never have paid for them myself if like. Mm. This was, uh, if it, like, it was down to me and just doing the hard maths. So, on do it. you just... generate more than you can use then at the moment? When it's sunny, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you get like, like I say, no pence really. Mm. Uh, so, and you have to, by the way, you have to get you have to get permission from the grid. So, we got the electric car. I mean, like, oh great. Well, what we do is we charge it when it's sunny. Mm-hmm. And we get free charging. That that might be worth something. That might mm-hmm. be a way of using that energy that we can't normally use. Uh, you actually have to get permission from the electricity grid to do that. You have to get permission from them to use your solar energy uh, rather than feeding it back into the grid, which is <gasps> mental. Um, and it co- no. and, and it costs way more because of that to have a charger fitted that is linked up to your solar panels um so that's gross that is gross yeah so i did not know that i assume and, and that, and that, that is even if you do and, that, and i could understand that i could understand that if it was one of these situations where like the electricity company had like leased you the solar panels like that happens right. sometimes right they will right. essentially give you the solar panels at a reduced rate and then they mm. will own them so they get to kind of make those sort of decisions ours were bought outright as i say relative trying to get rid of inheritance money i think i don't know mm-hmm. um i stayed well out of it to be honest <laughs> they, the solar panels just appeared at my house one day and i was like cool did this cost me anything no good thanks bye um so yeah but like we fully own them but we would still have to get permission from the grid to use them for our electric car. So we just didn't bother because doing that increased the cost of having the charger fitted by about 900 quid. So again, I was like, I don't know at what point we're actually breaking even on that. Um, So we've had our electric car charger fitted on like a different circuit to our solar panels. Right. Um, 
so we just charge we basically charge straight off the the, the grid the grid so we don't even get that advantage so, so yeah. this is a really naive question but like if well, you simply put get, solar get panels... yourself prepared for a naive answer because i clearly don't know fuck all about it but if you put just simply put solar panels on the roof and then just <laughs> ran them through the appropriate transformer to a car charging port that was also off grid that'd be your secret wouldn't it i've no idea i don't know how what well, the problem is i think you'd have to get an, a, an electrician to fit that and i presume part of their qualification license and all that sort of stuff includes like they have to inform the grid of changes so they have to inform the grid they put the car charger on our house and all that sort of stuff um, this, these are absolute gangsters isn't it? we're all it's in just, the pocket of it's just yeah it's monopoly basically isn't it there's no there's no free market when it comes to any of this there's no choice I they wonder just, if there is actually a board game they're, of, they're a of uh, Monopoly that is based Monopoly. around it's solar just powers. It's just for utilities. Every single square is for utilities. <laughs> and everyone's a fucking billionaire. So, <sighs> speaking of the electric car, um, did, my f- did my first uh, long journey in the electric car oh, this week. We went on holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was our first journey where I had to plan a route Mm-hmm. That included a charging stop, right? Uh, because that—that's the big thing, right? You can't just nip into a petrol station for five minutes and fill up. You've got to mm-hmm. uh, plan your route. Now, the electric car we bought uh, was secondhand. It was a slightly older model, so it hasn't got the kind of like end-to-end country range that the newer ones have. Like, if you get yeah. a new one, it's got like three hundred and fifty miles of range. Like, you could do mm-hmm. a holiday trip quite easily in that right. as has got like 130 right um so if we want to go like to well we're in midlands right so if you want to fucking go anywhere you yeah, basically yeah. 120 miles yeah yeah it's 120 miles so um so we had to build in a charging stop now this is opening me up to a fascinating world of mm. um apps that do this route planning for you nice and it's fucking brilliant it's so mm. cool because uh, I've got like four or five and I'm like pitting against each other to see which one gives me the best routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will, it will sort of go, yeah, you know, this is, this is where, this is where you should charge. Mm-hmm. This is, this is where your battery will be. So you put in like what your car is, you put in how many people are in the car, how you're intending on driving. Like, are you going to drive like a boy racer or are you going to drive like a, a granny? Obviously I chose granny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you, you've all of it, like, what's your tyre pressure? All this sort of stuff. You put all those things in, and it goes, cool. Here's where you need to charge. Here's where your battery will be. Here's how long you need to charge for mm-hmm. uh, in order to get to your destination with this much battery left. It's brilliant. Like, you can kind of completely map it out. Uh, top tip, um, on the M6, mm-hmm. there is a lovely run of three service stations in a row that all have got fast chargers, like, within about 20-mile distance. So... Got some good, about halfway up the country. It's great. Keel to Sandbach. Great. Electric charging heaven. Uh, so we did this. So I was like, I got, I got this, I got this planned out all to the yeah. fucking letter. I was like, I was there. I was weeks in advance. I was, you know, I was tweaking the levels going, okay, but what if this happens? What if that happens? Like, okay. And I was like, right. Uh, Sandbach is our one. All good. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, a spanner was thrown into the work because I've got children mm-hmm. and one of them needed the toilet 
around mm-hmm. Keel. Okay. I was like, okay, I was like, okay, Keel. It's in my, it's in my, it's in my circle of terror. It's in my, it's in my frame. <laughs> That's fine. We'll charge at Keel. We'll charge for a little bit longer so that we've got a little bit extra mileage to get to our destination. Mm-hmm. But no problem. So stopped at Keel, charged up. Um, I am downplaying the huge amounts of anxiety around this because mm-hmm. whilst there are chargers at these stations, mm-hmm. there are like two chargers at all these stations. Yeah. So if someone else is there, yeah. like you could be sitting there for, God, for however long they're charging for, waiting for the next one. Mm. Um, some of them um, have lots. like So some have like loads, but the ones that we were looking at, so there was a lot of anxiety there, but it's fine. Got to Keel, there was one available. Uh, nearly ran someone over in the car park, obviously. Obviously. Um, they couldn't hear me, silent killer. Plugged in, chucked the kids out, um, set to charge. All good, all gravy. Uh, interesting side note, um, these public chargers won't actually charge your battery. The fast chargers, sorry, don't charge it to 100%. Uh, right. I think I think it's to protect the battery. They'll only charge mm-hmm. it to like 93%, which sounds like, oh, that's fine. But when you're talking like 10, that's like 10, 15 miles less range if you're meticulously planning. It. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so all this, but it was all fine. I still was there going, it's okay. We'll get to our place with about 20 miles of range left, which gives us plenty to then go to a charger in the morning and recharge for the rest of the holiday. All good, all gravy. Kids finished what they're doing. Car recharged to 93%, got back in the car, drove all the way to the holiday park where I pulled in and they said, you're not booked here, mate. Because I'd booked at the wrong fucking holiday park. (laughs) So I'd got... I did all that planning. I got to Holiday Park with about 20 miles of range left. And they were like, no, you're not booked here. Um, let's see your booking. <laughs> booking. Like, I oh, know you're, you're booked to the other one that's about 16 miles north. Oh, so man. then <laughs> so I'm like, okay. By the way, at this point, we've been on the road for like, I don't know, three hours. and a half hour, like hours mm-hmm. and it was like the choice was and we were already late we meant to check in at like between four and five we'd got to the wrong holiday park at like half five so and was we it were 16 or 60 did you say six so 16 right. so i i was like right i'm gonna have to drive <laughs> like the most economical possible or i'm gonna have to go and find a charger now and like add yeah. even more time onto our late check-in Mm-hmm. And so I was like, right, we're just going to go for it. We'd looked at like we, you know, we got a map up and we're like, right, there's a charger right by the mm-hmm. new holiday park that we can go to. Like, what we we'll do is we'll go there and we'll like check in and then we'll take it to the charger and top it back up. And uh, oh my god, that that fucking sixty miles was the most anxiety ridden. And I was there as well, going, how the fuck have I fucked this up? And I will tell you why I fucked it up, John. Mm-hmm. Is these holiday parks, right? Because, because they don't call them Haven Blackpool mm-hmm. or Haven Fleetwood. They call them Haven Martin Mayer and Haven Carla Gran. And it's mm-hmm. like, so I'm there going, oh well, Carla Gran. That that's that sounds like it's uh, some Mediterranean paradise. No, it's in Fleetwood, just about 15, 16 miles north of Blackpool. Uh, but when the thing is, when they were like, oh, your book's at Carla Gran, I was like, where the fuck is Carla Gran? Is that like yeah. Dorset or something? Have I just driven 150 miles north 
to then be uh, to then have to drive back down to to the south. So that was very anxiety-inducing. Uh, so yeah, key part of when you do your meticulous EV route planning is to make sure you're going to the right place. <laughs> Otherwise, it kind of gets thrown out. Sorry. I was going to say to you about the the kind of the, the having kids in the mix thing because I <clears throat> God sorry hang on let me get some drink I'm working to drink <clears throat> oh God that's gonna that's gonna cost me an editing time I know you're gonna have to do you think it will say cough in the uh, transcript Well it will now because you've said the word cough Oh there you go that's gonna be great so that's good to, easy to find that now great. it will be easy to find that um, Yeah so. I was going to ask you about the thing about traveling with kids because the way I've always sort of theorized and imagined having an EV is, oh, it simply doesn't matter that I've got limited range because my children have got a limited range of bladders. So um, if I have to stop after an hour and a half, that's perfect. So it's interesting to hear in your scenario that actually it doesn't quite work out like that because they simply do not play ball by the approved stops yeah i mean i could like so i could have carried i could have gone right we stop here go to the toilet and then we'll carry on to the designated mm-hmm. charging plan mm-hmm. um but i made the call because you know well i, yeah, I was feeling quite comfortable yeah. in, the, in the range and all that sort of stuff um the uh yeah i was like i would do it and obviously that the the circuit it would have been fine <laughs> if mm-hmm. i was going to the right fucking place <laughs> Um, but with some other some other notes, uh, technology based notes on the EV. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, you know, like your phone. You ever notice your phone will sometimes discharge battery quicker as yeah. the battery gets lower. You know, like the first fifty percent, mm-hmm. it sort of is like pretty comfortable on the range, and then the last fifty percent, it just fucking nosedives, and I don't know why. So that's right. weird. That's a weird thing you have to kind of keep in mind. Is the range it says at the start isn't necessarily. Um, doesn't necessarily hold consistent the whole way through. And Were I think you doing that's... town miles before that and then motorway miles afterwards? Yeah, so I think it's assuming you're going to do mixed, and then mm-hmm. if you're doing if you do just motorway, mm-hmm. it then tries to compensate halfway through. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's that yeah. you have to take it. I'm basically taking any mileage it gives me and going right. I'm going to remove ten percent of this straight away and just assume that I'm going to lose it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of the motorway miles, this car, because it's it was second hand, mm-hmm. um, and it had done a lot of miles. It was an ex lease car, so we got a really good price on it. And because mm-hmm. of that, it's like the high spec. It's like the high trim, mm-hmm. and it says it's got heated seats, heated um, steering wheel, all that sort of gubbins, lovely stuff. Um, heat seats great for your back, by the way. Great if you've got a stiff back, sitting in a heated seat for a bit. Fuck me, it's amazing. It's also got uh, intelligent cruise control, right? Which means you set your speed that you want to go at, mm-hmm. and it doesn't just like go at this. And I know other people who've got like good cars will understand this, but this but this is new for me. It will then you set you set your speed, but you also set the distance from the car in front you want to remain, and it right. will adjust your speed, and right. it will do it perfectly every time to the point that I drove from here to Blackpool. Mm-hmm. on the motorway and i did not touch my pedals once the whole mm-hmm. time i was on the motorway it slowed down it sped up it like it's the it's so it's smart as well like if you're 
say you're coming up to a car and you're slowing down because your car in front of you is going slow, so it's keeping the distance, slows down. If you indicate ready to overtake, it speeds back up because it knows you're about to overtake. So it brings your speed back up so you can come back around the car. Fucking amazing. Lane, the lane assist stuff as well, like where it stops you from going out of your lane. You, uh, I wasn't really much of a, oh yeah, self-driving cars are coming, but like, this is on like a four-year-old car mm-hmm. and on a motorway, I basically don't have to do anything really. Even to the point oh. where it, it, if, it, if it got to like a stop, it brings itself right down to a stop. It's mad. Uh, so wow. yeah, like I don't think uh, I think we're a lot, maybe a lot closer to self-driving than I thought we were because it was having experienced it like on a very basic level. It's one of those classic things where it's like eighty percent of it's done. It's the last twenty yeah. percent that's hard, but that first eighty percent is kind of so impressive, man. So impressive. That that adjustment sounds really really good because I don't use. I've got cruise control on the current car. I don't use it. I, yeah, but I used to have it on my old one, and I found it more stressful because I was yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. having to like over pay attention. If yeah. that sounds awful when you drive, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, no, whereas no, whereas when you're driving with a pedal, you are yeah. you're in sync as yeah. you're viewing things. You're mm-hmm. moving your pedal to adjust quite naturally. When you're having to like control it in a completely different way, it just it's, I find it more stressful. This, oh man, crazy! I couldn't believe how how easy it was um and just, just frees how, you up to do other things can... like look for pedestrians to kill doesn't it yeah exactly exactly it frees me up to poke around on the on the screen trying to find the perfect jam for our uh, pedestrian slaughter I, I was in a car a few weeks back that had a heads-up display oh yeah and um the driver was like talking about like things that he was seeing and i was like well, what do you mean like there's nothing on the table oh no i've got my heads up display and i was like well oh well it's on now there's like this magic sweet spot that you have to sit in to yeah. see it it's incredible love lovely 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 stuff i'd like cars these days mate yeah cars these days mate cars, cars these, these days. days i remember you asked me i can't remember if it was on the pod or if it was um in another chat we had I was, to, when I was talking to you about when I was test driving the electric cars mm. and I was saying how amazing it was. And you were saying how much of that is because it's an electric car and how much of it is because it's a nice new car. Mm-hmm. And I think I now know the bits about this car that are nice because they're electric and mm-hmm. the bits about this car that are nice because they are new. Mm-hmm. And I'd say most of it is nice because it's new. So right. like... That intelligent, that intelligent cruise control stuff. That's going to be on probably any new car. That's not mm-hmm. electric stuff. The stuff that's nice about the electric is, I mean, even like the um, some of the stuff where like, oh, that's the electric stuff, like the automatic, like the fact that there's like no gears and stuff. Like if you get a nice automatic car these days, I think that's probably going to be imperceptible as well. Um, so I think most of it is like nice new car stuff, but it is nice to be able to literally plug now plug my car in at home and charge it up mm. overnight for like a couple of quid and not have to worry about petrol prices and stuff um petrol and, you, prices, and you can't beat that acceleration off the line it's unbelievable <laughs> even even in my granny mode that i like to live in it's uh it's nippy um for sure so but yeah uh very happy with it just wish i had like another 100 miles of range but, yeah 
beggars can't be choosers. So, just thinking about this this uh, kind of intelligent driving thing and going to make everyone paranoid, really, because it's going to you must look like you're tailing the person in front of you. <laughs> well, in a way, although I don't know, because like I still like overtook people and stuff like that. Like, I right. still kind of. Um, you know, drove fairly normally. Uh, it just meant that I, I didn't have to. I could have just, you know, let it, um, yeah, let it just tail someone. Do you know what I'd love to get into now? A little, little bit of a little bit of caravan park chat. Oh, okay. How do you like how do you like your caravan park holiday then? Well, Hoe Seasons was it? It was what. Was it a Ho Seasons, did you say? Haven, Haven. Haven, right. Perfect, perfect. Because Ho yeah. Seasons Ho Seasons is very variable and different. They're all very different. So Haven is consistent. So I've I've got a few Haven holidays under my under my belt Good. as well. Well yeah. Mash, I've, so, Mash and Barrel, mate, Mash and Barrel the pub. Was that yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. So I've so I've been to three Havens. Um, one nice. of which I wasn't booked at, as I've explained earlier. Oh, well, are you uh, counting that as you're counting that as so, well? Well, I've been there. That's like me saying I've been to Holland because I've passed through Schiphol Airport. Listen, well, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? You've been to Holland. So there you go. Well done. Um, so I've been, I've stayed at two. I would say out of the two havens that I was, uh, that, were, that were in my zone of terror last week. I think I got the slightly worse one. Hmm. Um, I it was just quite small. Uh, but here's here's the big problem with my Haven holiday this this week, and mm-hmm. um, you know each to their own and everything. Uh, but it was Jubilee week, and there were some uh, gammony types. Um, in some of the caravans around me, uh, who had draped just completely covered their caravan in Union Jacks and so on. Um, so that was that was an interesting vibe. Um, the reason I chose it, and I'm sure you're very similar mm-hmm. to this, is that I was like, oh, there's there's a lot I can throw the children at, yeah. and let them get on with without me having to really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Bit of go ape. Uh, they did have that, but mine are a bit young. Mm-hmm. Um, adventure golf. Hourly swimming sessions. You got that? Well, you couldn't got fucking get them. Yeah, got, got a book in advance. In. The only good thing they did, they did like an evening. Um, they did like an evening free form one where you could just turn up first come oh, first nice. serve. So you managed to do that one night, but we hadn't booked in advance, so. That how did met. you um how did you get on at Kid Vegas? Well, I'm actually so I'm mildly addicted to claw machines. I'm cool. Cool, sounds healthy. So I so I didn't think I had a gambling problem. Um until you in, went to Kid Vegas, right? Until okay. I experienced claw machines. <laughs> and the problem is because I understand the the technicalities behind them. So mm. I know that they're fixed odds gambling machines, right? That's I mean, why I know. Your rationalisation of this is already feeling problematic, but go on. No, no. So if what I'm saying it's is. It's got to pay I, out. It's got to pay out. It's got to pay out, mate. It's got to well, exactly, pay out. It's exactly. Go it's going to go red. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and as long as, I keep that, as long as I keep that in mind, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem yeah. was, first day, I lost my head. 
and I must have oh. pumped about 25 quid into, into a fucking turning red claw machine trying to win a fucking red panda because it's because um, my kid loves it. So I, apart from that, I did right. I did win. I managed to I managed to claw a few uh, a few stuffed toys out of her. Did you the know, fun stop, Nick? Did the fun stop? The fun stopped that day, mm-hmm. um, but then uh, I went into Blackpool the day after and uh, redeemed myself a little bit. Uh, but yeah, recommence Ve- the fun. The problem with Kid Vegas is my children don't understand the value of money. Mm-hmm. I'm I've co- I'm coming to realise that I am one of those parents who really has just spoiled their kids so badly. Like, oh, all well, right, it's an interesting take based on what I've seen of your kids. But go on. Well, no, I mean like, uh. They don't understand scarcity. Right. They, they, they are. I, well, I t- no, I tell you what it is. Send them around my ends, mate, and I'll, I'll get them to edit a podcast with me. It's, and... it's not for that. That's how I'll teach them about <laughs> well, scarcity. What was call it? Was calling shell up to question the direct debits? Yeah. I um. Well, no. I, yeah. It's not that I spoil it. It's that I, I'm realizing how incredibly privileged they are. Right. And I want to try and keep a check on that they have no concept that like money isn't infinite and like i can say those words to them <laughs> and they go yeah no i understand but can i have another pound to put in the the machine it's an that's... interesting point dad but um money please <laughs> maybe that's just all kids i don't know <laughs> um but it's even things like i, I mean i'm such a fucking old man i'm there going you know they want to watch something on netflix and I'm like when i would we had four channels and we watched what we're bloody on like to a point where i was there going last week I'm like right i'm cancelling netflix i'm cancelling disney plus we're gonna have free view and you're gonna fucking deal with it <laughs> and then hannah was like oh we're we gonna have to deal with it i was like yeah good point actually let's not do that <laughs> so but yes, so so Kid Vegas, um, they're, they're they're bastards, aren't they? I, it, was was uh, when you stayed, is the Mash and Barrel through Kid Vegas? You have to walk through Kid Vegas to get to the Mash and Barrel. There were there are other doors that I found, but yeah, yeah, yeah essentially, essentially, essentially the um, yeah the preferred entrance would be uh... it's it's exit through the gift shop, gift shop, except it's yeah. entrance through Kid Vegas. <laughs> Now, your mash and barrel. So one of the things that's always confused me about Haven Parks is um, I, I like to think that I know how to use a pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and for some reason, we have a queuing system when we, when we arrive at Haven. And this is not a COVID thing. This has been for the longest time. Um, did you have a queuing system? There wasn't when I went into Mash and Barrel. There wasn't really enough people in there to warrant a queuing system. I bet the next person to come in stood behind you, mate. They didn't stand alongside you. Well, I did, but I was going to say, but I did end up in a three-person queue. So <laughs> that was with, with the entire bar empty. There was three of us queuing. I, uh, I'm not. I'm not against it as a concept because it it, it takes away a lot of social problems and anxieties, but. It's very strange that we've all just decided that the minute we we pass through those blue gates, that we're we're gonna we're gonna queue. Yeah, and pubs. the main uh, issue I had in, in Mash and Barrel was we went for breakfast one morning, mm-hmm. and uh, sat down, got my menu, got my table number and everything. So if mm-hmm. you if you're sitting in a, in a pub, it's mm-hmm. got a, they've got they've got a, the the classic bronze number on the table. 
Love a bronze you menu. And you got a men, men, menu there. That screams to me you order at the bar. Yeah, yeah. So I went up to the bar, stood there while the, the person behind the bar was just looking at me, just doing something. She was just doing something else. I was like, anyone at the bar? She was just doing something else. She was looking at me like I was mental. And I was yeah. just standing there. And then she shouted over to another another girl who was like in the main, in the pub going, do you want to come and take his order? And it was like a waitress who then came over to the bar, stood next to me at the bar and took my order on a little keypad thing. Right. And I was like, why can't I just, and then I, and then I paid her at the bar. So I, I then paid at the bar. I, I was like, why have you had to come over here? Why couldn't the person at the bar just take my food order? And because if I'm going to pay at the bar anyway, I was so confused. And I, I was like, I just said, going, I fucked this up so badly. <laughs> it's on you, isn't it? At that point, I mm. was like, I, I was like, clearly I fucked up it because they're all looking at me like I do not know what's going on. This never would have happened at uh, Haven Martin Mayor, where I thought I was staying. <laughs> but Carla Grant, TripAdvisor, and TripAdvisor said like, oh, there's no problems at all with the surfing situation. Everybody understands it implicitly. Don't yeah. go to the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like, you order where you want, mate. But yeah, she wasn't happy about having to come over and take my order at the bar. And I was sort of like, should I go back to the table? So I'm here now. So, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'll have scrambled eggs, please. So. No, I am. Um, I, 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 I really like Haven Parks. Um, I think we've been to three or four. They've, they've got one in Norfolk. Um, you should check out. Called the. I was gonna call it the Mucky. I don't think it's called the Mucky Duck. I think I've called it that. Something duck. Costa um, Costa del Mare or something probably. No, no. Uh, it's, it, who knows where it is in the country? So this this one down in Norfolk, what they've done is they've essentially kind of um, they try to dial it up a little bit more centre parksy. All right. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a little bit more. It's 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 almost like a concept haven. I would I would refer refer to it as. Nice. And there's a lot of there's a lot of like forest school type activities for the kids. Is it like the Gloucester services of Havens? <laughs> yes. Like, fucking love Gloucester services. Yes. What an experience. There's, there's loads of loads of forest school stuff at that one, and it's oh, um, cool. for for kids of your age in particular. I think that they'd really enjoy that. It's like fire setting and like going well, on nature mate, walks the, and stuff. The one I thought we'd booked at mm -hmm. uh, was on a nature reserve. Like you walk out oh. the back of it, isn't it? But not the one I ended up actually booking out. That was Sounds... on a that was on an A road. So oh, yes, that's the one that, that, that I booked. That's good. Um... I I do like I like it because, like I say, you kind of um, it's a bit like McDonald's in that. Yeah. This, this Haven had the same things as the other Haven, so you know yeah. if you get to Haven, you got the overpriced cart rides. Yeah. Um, which I would have done, except that it was such a small holiday park. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I could have used an hour in one of those carts because there was just mm -hmm. nowhere to really go. Um, you got the trampoline bungee ropes. Yeah. Got the splash pad, always good. Yeah. Uh, so you're pulling all that and Kid Vegas, as you say. Yeah. Had like a Builder Bear thing and like a pottery yeah. painting thing we did one day. Uh, we didn't do any of the evening entertainment, so we didn't go in the evening. Well, I think our youngest is just a bit too young and mm -hmm. uh, we kind of, we made, we had very full days, so we were a bit knackered. But no, I think it's a fairly easy, uh, Easy vibe. Going to Butlins in October. Oh, are you allowed back in? Well, I actually returned to the scene of a crime last uh, in, a couple of years ago, and uh, I was allowed in. Uh, but I think I did have to book it in Hannah's name to avoid 
detection. Any unpleasantness. Yeah, I've no idea if people who listen to this podcast know why I'm technically banned from Butlins for life. It's it's uh, in the deep law, mate. It's in the deep law. Yeah, if you, you've got to go back to some episodes somewhere and find it. But we've covered um, it. But Butlins is similar. Easy. Throw the kids at stuff and yeah. loads loads to do. Uh, the yeah. key, of course. Now the key in October is good. We're going to be going with uh, family friends, so friends mm-hmm. who've got kids. So that's. That's perfect. My dog's about to start. Thanks for clarifying what family friends means. That's... Well, no, because it could be a family friend. Family friends, that's friends. Who doesn't, who doesn't have kids. The really important thing here is that they've got kids, which means I can throw yeah. the kids at the other kids, and then no one has to parent. That's can, I real... te- can, I teach you a, can I teach you a life hack? Come on. Um, I, I don't know if you've talked to you about this before, actually. Uh, the, the kids' table. Oh, pub. yeah. Have you done yeah. this yet? Well, we've not had enough kids to, to warrant it. Walk in, there's maybe a group of eight or 12 of you. And um, they'll they'll look worried. Oh God, how am I going to get a table for eight? And and you go, um, table for four. Another table for four. Thank you very much. And all you do is you just keep throwing like plates of chips and glasses of squash, and packs of Uno cards at the kids' table, and then you have a lovely time. Yeah. If it, the secret to having a lovely time is to get your kids away from you, isn't it? I've, yeah. I've realised that this last few weeks. Yeah. Um, the further they can be away from me. The better yeah. for everyone, including them. I think. Love my kids. Love drinking in a pub. End of. <laughs> love my kids. Love being as far away from them as possible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my kids, I... my life, my pub, my drink. <laughs> yeah, my flags. <laughs> my imperial measurements. Love a love a pub, mate. I can buy I can buy a pint in there, mate. No. Yeah, a pint. Yeah, finally, finally, finally I've got. Finally. To, I, I, I can stop by my 660 mil of beer. <laughs> Always a mouthful. It's a mouthful when I have to ask for that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much more delicious when it when it comes with gammon in it. Yeah. <laughs> gammon in my pint. Lovely, lovely. But yeah, so yes. Great Haven chat. Great. Love, 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 love a Haven. Maybe we should go um, to Haven together, John. We should get. Maybe. Because we can throw our kids, kids at each other. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be great. Josh is almost big enough to look after everyone properly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, do a do a live do a do a uh, live stream from the caravan. <laughs> Just simply go out for a tapas meal and leave the kids at home, mate. If you do bit soon for that i was gonna say not not in in this climate mate (laughs) oh Uh, got got any other bits (laughs) no that's that's all i told you i had no bits you managed to coax a few bits out of me well done well done for that that's all right you've done a you've done a great marshalling job Um, thank you i'm looking forward to how you how you edit that together to make it feel seamless Oh, I don't, I'll just cut everything out apart from the bits about caravans. Sweet, sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, have a good, uh, have a good, you know, week. 